Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Well, friends, this is it. This is the week we have been waiting for the Western Conservative Summit happening here at the Gaylord Rockies, just outside Denver, Colorado. We have conservatives from all over the country, leaders of conservative organizations on the ground trying to fight against the radical left and bring about faith, family and freedom, all the things that we love these organizations, over 50 of them, exhibiting in our exhibit hall. We've got dozens and dozens of nationally renowned speakers. We're going to be doing over 30 workshops as we dive deep on particular issues. The West needs an event like the Western Conservative Summit, where we take time to get together, we get inspired, we get educated, and most importantly, activated to get out there and change your state and nation. As I always say, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, quoting Abraham Lincoln, of course. But uh, if you are tired of the direction of your community, it is you that needs to change it. There's nobody else uh, that's out there doing it. It is up to you. And that's why events like the Western Conservative Summit are so important. Joining us, coming in from the American Federation for Children, a wonderful organization. We're so grateful for their sponsorship of the Western Conservative Summit this year is Nathan Kaneen. Nathan, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Nathan, you are a communications associate with the American Federation for Children. Tell us what AFC does. What are you guys all about? Yes, sir. Well, American Federation for Children is the largest school choice advocacy group in the country. So we work very hard to share uh, what school choice and what school choice policies can do to create uh, better futures for the students of America. We are facing, from, in my opinion, and I work in education too, I work for Colorado Christian University, so we're around education policy, education discussions all the time. And in fact, at the Western Conservative Summit this weekend, we're hosting uh, the 11th Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos. But I will say this to you, Nathan Kaneen of American Federation of, for Children, that uh, we are going through the single greatest upheaval in education in American history, I think, right now, as people are seriously evaluating what government-run education does, the challenges with it, how kids are coming out uh, prepared or not prepared for college as a result of it, and they're looking for options. Uh, my kids go to a classical charter school. It's a perfect fit for us. We absolutely love it, but it seems like... We are going through a major change right now. You're on the front lines, Nathan. Tell us what is happening to education policy in this country. Well, first of all, you're 100% right. This is a once-in-a-generation upheaval in regards to education because the reality of the situation is the education system has been broken for a long time. And, you know, potentially one of the few benefits of COVID was that it revealed these problems that have existed. And, you know, millions of parents and students and uh, politicians across the country are realizing that we need to fix this system for an entire generation of Americans. And that's what we're working hard to do at AFC is to create these school choice programs so that students and families can use their education dollars to access the education that they need to succeed. You bring up the, your case of, of a charter school, which you love. In my own education growing up, uh, K through 12, I used the tax credit scholarship to attend a private school that met my family's academic and moral requirements. 
Um, you know, I work very closely with my colleague, Walter Blanks Jr. We travel the country together as direct beneficiaries of school choice, sharing our stories about what agency, what the ability to choose an education that meets your needs does to set you up for a successful future. That's really the end game for this, this seeming impasse in education is we need to empower families with the ability to get what they need so that their students can succeed. You know, I talked to a, a mom. I happened to run into her uh, at, I think it was at a park, and our kids were playing soccer. And I just asked her about, you know, what is it, what is it that about schools? And she was trying to figure out a new school to send her kids to. And I, and I said, well, what is it about the schools that you have problems with? And we're talking specifically government-run brick-and-mortar schools, right? So what generally what we would think is mm-hmm. public schools, but it's important for people to understand that charter schools are public schools. They're publicly funded. They're just not government-run the same way that your neighborhood kind of brick-and-mortar school uh, is. And she said to me, you know, that what I don't like is it just seems like it's all about issues now, especially social issues, that education has become a place, and I, I kind of guided her along with this because she didn't have the language on this. She's, she's feeling it, but it, it was the sense that schools have become places of indoctrination for social justice leftist beliefs. Uh, that was really what was was driving it, that it wasn't about math. It wasn't about reading. It wasn't about creating competency in these kids. It was about putting up flags and talking about this social issue of the day and that social issue of the day. And it wasn't really preparing kids to be successful in life. And so I think that Nathan Kaneen talking to uh, the communication associate from the American Federation for Children. It's just, that seems like what schools have become these days. Is It's not really about reading, writing, arithmetic, and preparation in life, but uh, special agendas and programs and social justice programs. Uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, um, this is certainly a theme that we've seen um, you know, that is important to lots of parents on, on both sides of the political spectrum. The way that we sort of see it is that this is indicative of the entire problem with government controlled education is one size fits all systems do not work for everybody. Everybody, every family is approaching education with different uh, different desires, with different goals, with different metrics that they use to to measure how their students are doing. Um, you know, you're absolutely right that, you know, lots of schools aren't focusing or are failing to adequately teach reading and writing and some of these core academic principles. And the solution to that problem is we have to abandon the one size fits all system. We have to accept finally that every student, every family is different. They all have different needs. Sometimes, you know, I'm certainly of the persuasion that every student needs to learn how to read and do math, but they learn that in different ways and in different environments. Um, So, you know, this has become a a massive movement of parents who have recognized that say, okay, well, this one-size-fits-all government system isn't meeting the requirements that I want for my family, whether that's academic, whether that's from a values perspective, sometimes whether that's from a political perspective. And the beautiful thing about school choice is it gives every family the 
access to get what they want for their kid, for their education. Yeah, I mean, we've got four kids at, at, at the home, and every kid is different. Every kid lives differently. Every kid has different passions. I've got one that's a total bookworm. She just buries herself into her room. She reads every book out there. And I've got other boys that just love math, and they're diving into math and all that. So you have all these different, even within a household, same genetic pairings of parents and food and uh, eating every night and same conversations at dinner, and yet somehow, uh, they even have different education, yet we're going to force one size fits all upon all families. You know, I I ask, especially the younger generation, my, I'm a millennial, uh, Gen Z, the upcoming generations. What has government done really well? What's one example of something that the government does really well? Well, you get some examples out there. Well, we win wars well and stuff like that, but not a lot of other things. The things that you value most, what you have in your pocket, the cell phone was developed as a result of free markets, and it's getting better and faster, and in some cases even cheaper. But then we have healthcare and we have education, which government has monopolies on, and it's just not thriving the way that free market mm-hmm. solutions can. And that's what I appreciate about, appreciate about the American Federation for Children is that you guys are putting in free market solutions, choice, opportunity, especially for families in urban settings, inner city settings, um, they have no hope in a one-size-fits-all government-run program. And you see that. You see that long waiting list to get into charter schools, especially in inner cities, because they just do it differently. Isn't that right? That's right. And uh, you're really speaking um, you're, – you're, everything you're saying is very resonant with me. My particular mission – being a member of Gen Z is to communicate to younger populations that education lies at the root of almost every political issue. Um, you know, you talk about free market solutions to these these seem, these big problems of, of education, of healthcare, of et cetera, et cetera. You know, making sure that our kids get educated is the very base root of all improvement and all achievement for the next 50 years. Um, and, and, you know, that's why I believe in school choice so fundamentally is because we really need to focus now on making sure that our kids can have these options as soon as humanly possible. Because coming out of COVID with things like learning loss, you know, some of these, you know, social political issues that are creating these huge divides, we need to focus on educating kids in the way that works for them so that they're not set behind for their entire lives. Talking with Nathan Kaneen, communications associate with the American Federation for Children, one of the many organizations we're going to be hosting at the Western Conservative Summit this weekend, Gaylord Rockies, June 3rd and 4th, uh, 50 organizations, over 30 workshops, nearly 60 speakers on the main stage, and uh, American Federation for Children are going to be leading one of these workshops. So we are proud to have them as a sponsor. They're doing fundamental work. Nathan, thanks so much for joining us today of course thank you so much for having me so friends western conservative summit you can watch online by going to westernconservativesummit.com that's westernconservativesummit.com friends the theme this year time to saddle up and ride it is up to us to make a difference and so come to the summit get educated get inspired and most importantly get activated hosted by colorado christian university and the centennial institute we are so grateful that you tuned in to the frontier freedom hour this week 
as I remind you all, that famous saying uh, that even if you're scared, you got to saddle up and ride. That is what courage is all about. So a little cowboy wisdom there for you as we close out our show. Thanks so much. This is the Frontier Freedom Hour hosted by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll see you next week.